Hello, this is your master for your guided meditation speaking. My name is Roger, and welcome to the Rabbin' Roger Podcast. Well, 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 well. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the inaugural podcast of the Rappin' Raji Podcast. That was probably the worst intro in the world, but shout out to my man Rappin' Ronnie Reagan, you fastest son of a bitch. Anyways, <laughs> that was a great intro. Um, yeah, this is your man, Roger, and uh, we're going to be talking heavy right away. Um, we're going to be talking about my journey into atheism. Because uh, I figure that's, you know, the greatest starting point for a podcast. is to get right into the shit. Right deep into it. So, uh, yeah. Here we go. I, Roger, was born Catholic. Baptized. You know. The old spiel. Um, yeah, you're not gonna... You're not gonna wonder about my D. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you about it. So, uh, there you go. You're left to wonder. But anyways, um, (laughs) I'm an idiot. Uh, Yeah, so I was baptized Catholic. Um, My parents were kind of non-practicing Catholics. We went to Mass, you know, Easter or Christmas. Mostly Christmas even. Just like Easter, we kind of started skipping out after a while. Mostly Christmas Mass was the only Mass we went to. Um, but overall, we still had this idea that we were a God-fearing, believing family, just super secularized, really. (laughs) So, I mean, it was kind of the best of both worlds, if you really think about it, because in the long run, for me, who became a non-believer, I didn't really have to believe in shit. I just had to go to mass once a year and say yo jesus what up and then that's it so it was pretty good for me um but uh yeah i'll go on to like you know my childhood and my adolescence and stuff like that um i'd say i still had a firm belief that there was a god um i wasn't sure like i was more of like an agnostic theist if that makes sense like I didn't know but I erred on the side that there was a God and I used God in my mind to be more of like an advice guy you know if I needed help I would sort of talk to myself like a letter to God in my brain to be like yo uh, have this problem what's up (laughs) so uh, yeah that's sort of how I used God in my own way to like solve my problems in the end the way I think of it now I'm like I was solving my own problems I was talking to myself so really I was just sort of talking it out uh, using kind of like almost cognitive behavioral therapy with myself to be like okay so I'm thinking of negatively about this so what do I do about that logically I should do this bam solved You know, I wasn't talking to anybody, so, but during that time, I definitely thought, you know, I was like, oh, well, God's showing me signs, he's giving me advice, yada, 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 right, so, 
that's how I did it in my childhood and my adolescence. So that was that. Um, <clears throat> kind of fast forward into my adulthood and I just sort of forgot about that stuff for quite a while. I was pretty secularized, never identified as an atheist, but never identified as, you know, a Christian or anything, anything really. I was just like pretty much a, like my parents were a non-practicing Catholic. I probably was still like, oh yeah, there's a God still, but uh, didn't certainly practice it, stopped going to church, you know, pretty much that was it. Right, so I mean, it was my decision. I mean, past eighteen, that's it, right? That's me. That's on me. Which my parents are super were super cool about that. Like they just let me make my own decisions. They've always let let me make my own decisions, and you know, I've made my mistakes. Uh, I've had my triumphs, you know, things like that. So you know, shout out to my parents. You know, they're they've always been the best. Obviously, uh, shout out to my dad, who unfortunately passed away last year. Um, still been a very hard time, uh, but I'm kind of going to kind of get to that later um, in this talk, um, sort of to like explain my atheism and explain why it works for me. Um, so anyways, um, around when I was in my mid-twenties, I gained a friend, and he continues to be like one of my best friends to this day probably ranks like you know well he's top five for sure I don't really like to rank my best friends because you know I have a few and they're equally important to me so anyways this is a guy I really respect and he's a Christian and like you know uh, obviously I was really kind of like you know blase not really Christian, but still kind of thought there was a God, but this dude was like not a hardcore Christian, but like hardcore enough, right? And he still is like they go to church, like him and his wife and the kids and all that. Um, yeah, like they do stuff with the church. They're Christians, real life, old schools. But anyways, um, but they're cool Christians. Uh, they're not the preachy type, the type that, you know, judges you. Uh, they hang out with me and they're not like, oh, he's a heathen. Oh, I hate him. We kind of poke fun at it and then it's kind of fun. I don't mind that. Uh, but anyways, uh, during this time, like, you know, probably fast forward a few years. Um, he had a friend of his who used to be a friend of mine. I'm not going to get into that, but, um... He was a very influential guy, let's say. And he started to do a Bible study. And most of my friends around that circle were kind of Christian. So it felt like I was being left out a little bit. So at that time, I was like, you know what? I'll just go to their Bible study, whatever. Like, you know, I might learn something. I might see something different. At that time, again, not really believing that there isn't a God, like, I mean, I was like, yeah, there could be a God, uh, let's see what, see what shakes, and, um, I don't know, throughout the, you know, weeks of Bible study and stuff like that, uh, months, I think I ended up saying, like, yo, maybe I do believe in this stuff, 
maybe like because I've always had a really to me a strict moral code um and I was like yo this Jesus guy ain't too bad like you know he believes in sharing with other people I believe in sharing with other people I don't believe in selfishness and opulence you know I believe in you know let's help everybody out so yo I'm cool this guy I'm cool this cat so actually you know what maybe I am a Christian maybe maybe this is my path so yeah I decided at that point for about you know uh, probably two months that yeah I was a Christian little did I realize I basically made that decision because I really wanted to you know fit in with my friends more or less and I came to that conclusion quite a, a you know a couple months later when I just decided you know what um no just because Jesus or at least the biblical Jesus and I have some similarities doesn't mean I believe because there are some stuff there is some stuff in the Bible I do not believe in at all and I think is total trash so and that comes a lot from the Old Testament and one particular story that I never could get over and it was a pretty big path to me on my way to atheism and and you know we've had discussions my Christian friends and I about it um they never really gave me an answer as to why I shouldn't be you know kind of be like what the f about this story but um <clears throat> I can't tell you where in the bible it is like in the old testament but everyone who is a christian or knows the bible a lot of them know the story is that like god created a flood and wiped out everybody like killed everybody because he was sad he was like my creation is terrible again i'm like verbatiming this um and i'm not gonna bother googling it and looking it up right now but essentially he was just like i hate my creation it's terrible so i'm just gonna kill them and start anew he wiped them out with a flood and to me um and throughout more of the stories like the story of abraham and isaac you know where god's like testing abraham he's like oh sacrifice your son oh just kidding uh you're not it just seemed like god was a petulant child to me it just ah didn't fit for me like i was just like this dude no like later like i said like in the new testament jesus made more sense to me because he wasn't fooling with that shit like but again that doesn't mean that you know since god and jesus are supposed to be the same one and the same the holy trinity with the holy spirit like that doesn't mean i believe it's just like i can't believe in god like jesus but not believe in god like so you know and to me god was always supposed to be above human shit and in the old testament it just didn't seem like he was above human shit and that just really bothered me 
Plus the whole things, the rules, you know. Like, I didn't think certain sins were actually sins. Like, I mean, the, especially the whole don't have sex before marriage thing. Like, pfft, what does that matter? Or don't have children, you know, before marriage. What's that have to do with anything? Or, you know, abortion is wrong. Like, I don't think abortions are wrong at all. So a lot of these things came up and I was just like, yeah, I don't believe this stuff. Um, so I think at one point I was just like, you know what? I got to shit or get off the pot. Meaning I have to commit to this or I have to just say, nope, there's nothing. This is just where we are. And that's what I decided. I am an atheist. I do not believe in God. I do not believe God exists. Um, since then, I've kind of evolved to like an agnostic atheist. Because, I mean, I've come to the conclusion. This, but this is just like an addition that's really easy, right? Because it's just like, I don't know if there isn't a God. To me, though, we haven't figured out shit. Like, the Bible hasn't figured out shit. The Quran hasn't figured out shit. The Torah hasn't figured out shit. That's what it is to me. I'm sorry if I've offended all of you. Whatever. I respect that you respect your stuff. This is just my personal beliefs. You know, this is nothing to offend you. Like, uh, you know, I respect Muslims. I respect Jews. I respect Christians. I respect all religions. It's just that I do not believe in them. And I can't lie about that. Like, that's just it. So anyways, like, yeah, no, I made that call. I'm an atheist. Uh, I don't remember the specific date, but yeah. It was before, though, uh, that I experienced... My first major death in my life, which was the passing of my nephew, who I will not name. I'm not going to name any names except for my own, just to be respectful. But uh, he was my nephew. He was only 14 years old. And yeah, he passed away in a car crash. Um, God, the news crushed the hell out of me for a long, long time. I mean, it still does, but, I mean, the immediacy is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, years. Uh, I took up heavy drinking for quite a while. It's, it wasn't a good sign. It wasn't a good sight. You know, he was like a little brother to me. Like, I mean, I was only 14. Well, let's see. You know, what? Yeah, 14 years older than him. So, I mean, still, like, he was like a little brother to me. And just to lose him like that, I, and I found that he was becoming such a wonderful person, you know, and a great human being. And just being cut down in his prime to me, or just, you know, on the precipice of his prime, that was just straight up bullshit to me. You know, that was, and it is still bullshit to me. I'm not going to lie about that. But, um, 
this is where I explain where my atheism actually helped me. You know, it doesn't seem, it seemed like it would be counterproductive. It seemed like, you know, if I believed in something, I get through things faster. And I know I just told you that I did some heavy drinking for a few years. Um, that to me had more to do with my mental conditions, which I have severe depression and severe anxiety, right? Than me and my religious beliefs and what I believe in. Um, but yeah, me believing in a, uh, well, not believing in anything, being an atheist helped because it helped me to see, to think this was random. This is a random thing that happened. It could happen to anybody has happened to anybody. Couldn't be controlled. There was nobody saying hey he had to die that day it was just random and that helped me helped me to think that way because if I knew that there was some sort of controller that was like yeah your nephew needs to die when he's 14 right now that would have pissed me off beyond any belief you know, I would have been like one of those typical people, just super angry at God and being like, why? But to me, there was no God. So it's not like I obviously wasn't, I was happy. I was miserable and I was depressed. I was just distraught. But for that section of it, I was okay. Because, you know, I just thought of other people having to go through tragedies and being like, you know, we're not the only ones. We're not the only ones that have to go through this shit. And it's random. No one's special. No one's chosen. It just happens. And, you know, that helped me deal with it. And I'm not saying my nephew wasn't special as a person. I love him and he's incredibly special. He would would have been an incredibly special human being to be here right now. I just meant like as the human race, nobody is special. And that's what I truly believe and that's what helped. Then of course a few years later, um, my sister passed away. Um, she was only 43. Uh, she died of, you know, let's just say, um, yeah, she, she had, she contributed to her death as opposed, it was a different death than my nephew. My nephew had no control. Uh, my sister controlled the way she died. So... It was different. I was sad. Yeah. But. Um, and this is where. Like. When I say things are random like death. I mean like. Stuff like accidents. And stuff like you know. Stuff that you, that's out of your control. 
that's what I mean. Because usually when pe- people peg stuff that's out of your control that happens at death to like a higher power or this is part of God's plan, I'm like, it's part of nobody's plan to have somebody die. It's just life. That's what it is. So uh, when my sister died, um, yeah, it was it was tough, but honestly she had been in a lot of pain and struggled for probably a good like since she was in her 20s really uh, with a lot of things Um, and yeah um, it was just more like I felt more at ease when she passed I mean, I wish that she didn't, but at the same time, she was in a lot of pain all the time. She had no life, you know, it, that made it more like, you know, I'm just glad she's not hurting anymore. That's, that's sort of how I saw it. So the grieving process for that wasn't, there wasn't a lot of grief. It was more relief. Um you know so it does I'm hoping this doesn't make me come off as like an asshole or anything it's just more like I didn't want more pain for my sister and it's an unfortunate way that she had to go but she wasn't in she's not in pain anymore and that's good and that leads me to my last one which was last year and uh, it's the hardest one to me. I mean, my nephew is really, really hard. But when your father dies, it's the worst possible feeling in the world. And there's just nothing you can say to describe it. Because especially since he was such a wonderful man and um, he taught me a lot of things and, you know, he, he gave me such a living example of how to live, you know, be kind to people, be generous, you know, don't care so much about yourself. Unfortunately, I think he didn't care enough about himself. He should have cared a little bit more about himself but be selfless you know and you'll enjoy your life because you'll make other people happy and that's a big lesson I took from him and I hope you know even though in my sickness and I haven't been in the best health since his passing I hope I make I hope I would have made him proud you know but again um, to round this back out to my atheism and I'm sorry going off on tangents but death is a really important structural uh, descriptor for why and how my atheism works for me 
is that when, you know, it was my birthday and he was with me. And then six days later, he was gone. You know, and I just don't think I could even fathom getting through that without my atheism and the belief that, you know, sometimes it's a person's time to go. It's not a a God's call or anything. It's just. It's what happens. And, I mean, it doesn't make it any easier, you know, but it's, um, yeah, I think it helped me in that way where I just, I was like, you know, this is, this is life again. It's a fucking punch in the gut. But it's life. And thankfully, my father, who was 73 at the time of his passing, would have been 74, had a, I mean, despite all the obstacles that he had in his life, and he had many, he made himself have a good life. He built himself a good life. And, like, to me, that subscribed so much to the strength of yourself. And I think, like, that's an important part of my atheism. It doesn't just mean I don't believe in God. It means I believe in our time on Earth that we got to make an impact. That we got to be not afraid. You know, we got to help people. We got to care about people. You know. Don't be selfish. Be selfless. And that's what he taught me. Um, So. On that note. I think I'm going to end. Ironically. This was like really really light. When I started this whole thing. Uh, It became very heavy. Towards the end. But I mean that's what this whole thing is all about. It's about kind of a journaling device. As well as a podcast. To just go through some stuff and just let people know, you know, what my life is all about. Uh, my next cast, I'm not sure if I'll do another episode in a week or so. Uh, maybe even like a day or two later. I think might have to do with um, how I became pansexual. How I made the journey from being... 28 years a straight man to being a pansexual man and yeah that's something I'd like to talk about next time until then this has been Roger and uh, thank you for listening to my podcast